Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nidharim daf Lamed Aleph. We are holding on the top of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph at the Mishnah. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Le'ili Nishmas, his mother, Golda Basimcha Aleh Shalom. It's also sponsored by Eliza and Zavbelsky, Lezecher Nishmas, Eliza's grandfather, who was nifted this past Shabbos, Yoshua Ben Svi. Allah Shalom. It's also sponsored by the Gross family, Lizechon Nishmas, Chana Leah Bas Moshe Tzvi, Ramosha Yehuda Ben Rav Nachum, Chaya Leah Bas Naftali Herzkatz, and Tzvi Menachem Ben Shmayahu. And it's also sponsored by the Godor children for the yard side of their father, Rabbi Shlomo Godor, Rav Shraga Shlomo Ben Rav Avram Tzvi. All in the Shemeshev and Aliyah, we thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So we're going to discuss today, we're continuing in the series of Mishnayis in the end of the third parak that are all about uh, various, various Lashon B'nai Adam, when people take Nidarim uh, about certain things, what do we assume that they mean? So the Gemara is going to talk, the Mishnah rather, the first Mishnah is going to talk about three different types of Nidarim where we assume what you really just mean to say is Jewish people uh, when you take these Nidarim, but you don't use those words, you use different words, so we're going to have three different uh, phrases that are used to mean Jewish people. The next mission is going to talk about B'nai Noach and who's included in that. And then the following mission is going to talk about Zera Avraham, who's included in Zera Avraham. And then the mission after that is going to discuss Mekach Memkar. If a person took a neder from Israel, from, uh, from Jewish people, so is he allowed to do any business with them? He's allowed to buy from them, sell to them. Is that called that he's getting an awe from them, that he's giving an awe to them, so who gets the hana from a sale? Is it the buyer? Is it the seller? And the Gemara is going to discuss how that's going to depend on the demand of that particular item. That if it's something that's in very high demand, even though uh, the, you're, you're paying full price for it, but the buyer is the one that's getting more hana. If it's something that the seller has been has had in stock for years and it's been uh, has been easy to get rid of, even though he's uh, he's getting paid a fair price for it, and it's uh, you know the, uh, the the seller's the one that's considered to be the one that's getting that's getting hana'ah. Then the Mishnah on the base is going to talk about uh, if a person takes a neder from Arelim. So does that relate to Brismila per se, or does that relate to Jews and non-Jews? And that's going to lead the Mishnah into six different milos of the mitzvah of Mila. So we're going to have a little bit of a discussion of the great Mila or many of the milos of the mitzvah of bris Mila. So let's begin with the Mishnah on the top of Lamed Aleph, Amr Aleph. So says the Mishnah, mishov Shabbos. The person takes a nether from those who are shoves on Shabbos. Asr Yisrael, Asr He's not only not allowed to get an from Jewish people, he's also not allowed to get an from Kutim. Kutim were these people that uh, the Melchash were brought to live in the Ari Shomron after uh, they were uh, they were exiled from, from uh, the, 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 the uh, Aseris HaShvatim were exiled from there and when they started living in Eretz Yisrael they were not Yireyas Hashem and Hashem sent lions after them to, to kill them and because of the fear of the lions they were Megayur and they were Mekayim the mitzvahs of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However many of them were still Ovid of Adazara the Navi tells us in Malachim Beis. As Hashem HaYireyim how you owed him? So there's machlokas tanaim and amoraim whether they're considered gere arayos that they only became gerim as a result of the fear of lions, or they were gere emes that they were actual uh, legitimate gerim. So the Rambam in the ninth paragraph of Luchos Nedarim quotes the din in our Mishnah lahalacha that if you know their mishov se Shabbos, you're aser be Yisrael and aser be kutim. So the Meiri asks on the Rambam, well wait a second. Uh, once the kutim were caught with the demus yona on 
har grisim. The chacham considered them like goyim lechol davar. We consider them like goyim for everything. The Gemara says in Maseches Chulin, and that's what the Rambam paskins himself in the sixth parak of Hilchas Avadim. So uh, the din that kutim are uh, is, should be that that kutim are are goyim gemurim. So b'zman azeh, if you're no der mishov say Shabbos, you should be mutter bekutim, not aser bekutim. So how does Rambam pasna you're aser bekutim? If kutim have a full din of goyim b'zman azeh, so the Meiri gives the answer that we never give in explaining a Rambam. He says, ah, the Rambam was just writing quickly, so we just uh, you know we never explain a Rambam that way. But that's what the Meiri says. Yeah, it must have been that uh, you know it's the uh, the derech shitva. He was just writing quickly, so he just included the lashon of the Mishnah, even though we don't pass in that way at all. The Karen Ora, however, suggests that even though kutim are goyim l'chal davar, but when it comes to Nadarim, we have to remember it's all about Lashon B'nai Adam. So if a person, when he says Shov Se Shabbos, intends to include Kutim, so then it includes Kutim, whether they're uh, whether they have a din of a Jew or they don't have a din of a Jew. May Ochli Shum, a person takes a nether from those who eat garlic on Friday night. Also be Yisrael, also be Kutim. Not only are Yisraelim included, but Kutim as well. This is one of the Takara says, what the Rush points out over here, that you eat garlic on Friday night. So you, uh, so, so, uh, so you, you, what, the person's intention is to take a nether against those who observe the Takanas Ezra. So our girsa is that it's Asr B'Yisrael V'Asr B'Kutim. And that's what the Torah writes as well in Simon Reishud Zayin. However, the Beis Yosef quotes another girsa that says Asr B'Yisrael Umutr B'Kutim. The exact, the exact opposite when it comes to Kutim. And he explains that since eating garlic is only mitakanas Ezra, there's no way the Kutim observed that Takana. Kutim weren't uh, observing takanas Ezra. So in Saftas Panech, he quotes the Lashon of Tosefta, Me'ochle Hashum Rabbi Yehuda Oser. So it sounds like the Tanakama holds that it's Mutr B'Kutim. So, uh, the, however, Tosyantov wonders about the Beis Yosef that in the Gemara it's Muchach that Kutim are going to be, that it's going to be Asr B'Kutim as well. So it's hard to change the gears from the Mishnah when the discussion in the Gemara seems to assume that. Tosiyamta wonders why it is that the Rambam doesn't mention this halacha about eating garlic on Friday night. So the Rashash writes that he says, Anochi tamalav. How did the Tosiyamta not realize that the Rambam left out the entire Takaras Ezra of Achilashum? Meaning the Rambam left out this din of a neder me'ochli shum, of course he did. He, did. he left out the entire Takana Ezra because the Rambam writes in Ilchus Deus, Perek Dalin, that one should not eat too much garlic. And uh, and, uh, they, and and you have to say that Takana Ezra was only Lizmanam and it was not something that was meant to be uh, for all times. And therefore, it's Nafal Babira, the whole din, the whole idea, the whole minag of eating garlic on Friday night has fallen away. That's how the, uh, the Rashash explains the Rambam's omission of this halach. In the Maisa Rav Hachadosh, and Osiyal, if it writes that the Gra was, uh, was 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 adamant that people fulfill this takana of eating garlic, and in the Haros of there it says that the Gra is Lushitaso, that he holds any takanas chazal has many many reasons, and therefore even if batal atam lo batal adin, so uh, so he says everyone is chayiv in this takana. Meaning, what was the reason for the takana? The given reason for the takana. The given reason for the takana is that garlic is good for fertility, and therefore it. Uh, 
since uh, mitzvah sona mayor of Shabbos, of Shabbos, it's going to help for uh, for having children. But the Gras says no. There are many many reasons for takanas chazal. So Vezu made a takanas to eat garlic on Friday night. Even an unmarried person should eat garlic on Friday night because that's uh, that uh, the Mishaburu quotes all the Mishaburu and some Reish Pei writes that it's a mitzvah lechol shum of Shabbos or below Shabbos. Vuadin shar dvarim hamar zera that anything that's mar zera one should actually eat on Friday night, not like the shita Rambam. Anyway, Vaitra in the Mishnah. The Mishnah then says, May Ole Yerushalayim, a person takes a nether against those who are Ole Yerushalayim, also be Yisrael, um, only Yisraelim are Ole Yerushalayim. So he's allowed to get an from Kutim. Kutim are not Ole Yerushalayim. They go to Hargrizim to do their own avoda. They're not Ole Yerushalayim. So the Gemara discusses uh, the uh, the idea of Shovsei Shabbos. What does that mean exactly? People who don't work on Shabbos? People who are not allowed to work on Shabbos? What exactly does it mean? My Shovsei Shabbos. Shabbos. If you mean to say that it's those who fulfill Shabbos that actually don't work on Shabbos, even though they have no mitzvah not to work on Shabbos, well then, Mayiri Bakutim. Why would the Mishnah say that it's Asi Bishol Bakutim? If you happen to find Obdikham, Seventh day Adventists, or something like that, people who, uh, other people who don't work on Shabbos, as long as uh, they, they don't, in, in actuality, they don't work on Shabbos, they should be included in the in the nether. And really, what the Mishnah should have said is Asr Bimakai Meha. That you're also to anyone who is mekayim Shabbos. That's what the Ran points out. That it shouldn't. That if it really only includes the the nedar is only meant to include those who actually don't work on Shabbos. But it has nothing to do with the mitzvah to or not to work on Shabbos. So then it should have said bimekayim no, must mean that you're taking a nether against those who are mitzuva on Shabbos. Well, ihachi, if that's the case, ema seifa, you go weiter and you read in the seifa, may ole Yerushalayim, that if you took a nether from those who are ole Yerushalayim, we said you're allowed to get an offer from the Kutim. They're not included in your nether. But Vamai, why would the Kutim not be included in the nether of Oli Yerushalayim? They're Mitzvah to be Oli Yerushalayim. They just choose to go to Hargrizim to worship the, the Demosiona or whatever instead. So, but they're Mitzvah to be Oli Yerushalayim. So how can you say that when it comes to Shavsei Shabbos, it means from the Mitzvah in Shavsei Shabbos, when Oli Yerushalayim clearly doesn't mean Mitzvah of Oli Yerushalayim. So the Gemara answers, "Am Rabbi Mitzuba v'Osa Katani." No, when we say Shovsei Shabbos, you mean that those who are both—they're both Mitzuba and they actually fulfill it. And that way, it would be consistent when it comes to Ali Yerushalayim as well. That you're only including those who are Mitzuba and Ali Yerushalayim and actually fulfill going up to Yerushalayim. The Kutim would therefore not be included in Ali Yerushalayim because they don't actually do it. Betarti Bavikamais in the first two dinim of the Mishnah. You know they're from Shovsei Shabbos, and you know they're from. Yisrael v'kutim mitzuvin v'osin Yisraelim and kutim are mitzuva in, uh, in, in, in not doing malach on Shabbos and eating garlic on Friday night and they both fulfill those halachos of the chavim and if you can find Gayim who don't work on Shabbos or eat garlic Friday nights, they may be doing it, but they're not mitzuva in it, and therefore they're not included in your neder. Papa Oli Yerushalayim, the last line of the Mishnah where we spoke about that third case where he took a neder of Oli Yerushalayim, Yisrael mitzuvin v'osin, the Jewish people are mitzuva and osin, they're mitzuva to be Oli Yerushalayim, and they actually are Oli Yerushalayim, 
they may be mitzuvah being Oli Yerushalayim, but they don't. They're not Mekayimit, and therefore they're not included in the nether of Oli Yerushalayim. Next Mishnah. So who does, who's included when you use the phrase B'nai Noach? So Mutter be Yisrael v'asr We assume you're allowed to get an off from Yisrael because Yisraelim are not called, Jewish people are not called B'nai Noach. We're called B'nai Avram. We're not called B'nai Noach. But Yisrael v'asr because all other nations of the world are referred to as uh, as B'nai Noach. So frak the Gemara, V'Yisrael minafik michal B'nai Noach. Are the Jewish people not also the descendants of Noach? Meaning genealogically, we are. We are all the descendants of Noach. He was the only survivor, right? He and his children were the only survivors of the Malbah. So obviously we're all M'bnei Noach. So Kivan to Iktish Avram is Karval Shemes. So says, no, once Avram Avinu was Niskadesh by a Kodesh Baruch Hu as a Jew, so now we are all Miyuchas after Avram Avinu and we are no longer B'nei Noach. So uh, says the the Mishnah, uh, If a person doesn't say Ben Noach, says I'm not going to get Anah from Zera Avraham, then Then he's not allowed to get Anah from Yisrael, but he's muttered to get Anah from from of the Chavim, even though Bnei Yishmael the Esav are also Zera Avraham, but they're not called the Zera Avraham, even though they they genealogically Yishmael and Esav also descend from Avraham, but they. Uh, but halachically, we don't consider them to be Zera Avram. There's Magen Avram in Orachayim Sim Tov Kuf Tzadi Aleph has a suffix. What if you say Mi Zera Yitzchak? You take a neder from Zera Yitzchak. Do you say that that includes the Zera Esav as well? Um, because uh, the Apostle Kibi Yitzchak Yikari, Yikari Zera, where we learn that uh, that's where we learn that not all of Zera Yitzchak is Misiach Yitzchak Avram, but that's only about Avram Avinu. Kibi Yitzchak Yikari Lecha Zera. Your Zera Avram is only is only Yitzchak, and be Yitzchak only a section of Yitzchak, only Yaakov's descendants from Yitzchak. But that's, that was a statement to Avram Avinu. No one ever told Yitzchak that that his Zera is only uh, the uh, the descendants of uh, of Yaakov Avinu. So maybe Bnei Esav are included. However, they quote from the Yerushalmi that since Hakadosh Baruch Hu said to Yitzchak, "Lezaruch etein is kol haratzosayel," and the Esav was not was was not given it, so it sounds like uh, Yaakov is on is bechal zaro, but Esav is not. So Magen Avram raises the question, but Esav also got they got the haratzos hakini ba'knizi akadmoni. Rashi writes, so uh, so Esav is, should also be included in Zeri Yitzchak. So that's what Magen Avram says. No, that wasn't midin Yerusha. That was midin Matana. Then Esav got. Matanos, but the Yerusha of Eretz Yisrael that was given to Yitzchak and therefore to Yaakov, and therefore Yaakov is considered this uh, this week's parsha, right? So uh, this is a good daf Yomakim. So Rashi, uh, so Yaakov is considered to be the Zera of Yitzchak. Esav is not considered to be the Zera of Yitzchak. There is a further machlokas and machlokas we shown him if when a person takes a neder mi Zera Avraham, does he become Asr and Gerim as well? Meaning a Zera Avraham definitely does not include non-Jews, but does it include Jewish people who are not native to the Jewish people who converted to Judaism. So the Rush writes that they're included in Zerah Avram because all of uh, Shomri Tarar Bechal Zaro are considered Zerah Avram. Avram was the Tchila Legerim. Uh, he's Av Hamon Goyim Nesaticha. He first was the uh, the, the Avla Adam and now he's, uh, now he's Avla Chala Goyim, the Goran Brachel says. However, the Nemuka Yosef uh, disagrees and he says Gerim are not included in Zerah Avram. Avram is their father so they could say Elokei Avosei because he's Avamon Goyim, but Zera Avram implies that there's also 
a, 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 a genealogical connection, and therefore they're not considered to be Zera Avram. Okay, so it says the Gemara, Vayika Yishmael, the Gemara asks, Yishmael is also Mizera Avram, so how come when you take a nether Mizera Avram, it does not include Yishmael, after all, Yishmael was one of Avram's children, no, because the Pasuk says, Ki bi Yitzchak Pasuk says that your, your Zera is only going to be inclusive of Yitzchak, Okay, but the descendants of Yitzchak include Yaakov and Esav. Be Yitzchak v'lokol Yitzchak. That it's be Yitzchak, part of Yitzchak Yizikari l'chazera, but not all of Yitzchak Yizikari l'chazera. And therefore, what's included in Zara Avram is uh, Yishmael is out, and even half of Yitzchak is out. The, the ace of half is out, and only the descendants that went through Yitzchak, through Yaakov are going to be considered Zera Avraham. So uh, very relevant to Bismanenu, where everyone claims to be Jewish. We uh, we have to know well, well who's included in the uh, the Jewish in the Jewish lineage. So Mishnah, uh, next Mishnah. Sheini nedem Yisrael. Person takes a neder that he's not going to get Hanoa from Yisrael. So uh, now we're we're not going to be talking about who's included, who's not included. We already discussed that. Now we're going to be discussing what's called Hanoa. Let's say I just do business. I sell somebody something. I buy something from somebody. Is that called that I'm getting Hanoa from him? That he's getting Hanoa from me? How exactly do we deal with that? So Sheini nedem Yisrael lokeach biyoser. You're allowed to buy from a Yisrael if you pay extra. Or if you pay a high price, umochar bepachos, and you're allowed to sell to him if you sell things for a very low price. The Rad writes so when the Mishnah says you're allowed to sell, you're allowed to uh, buy for a high price and sell for a low price. That's only when you took a nether that you're not allowed to get hanav from the Yisrael, but you didn't take a nether not to get hanav from the nechasim. If you said lo mehem v'lo mi nechseyem, then it doesn't matter what you're paying for it. That that item, that cheftza, is already asubana because it had already belonged to Yisrael at the time that you took your nether. So it's not going to help to then uh, you know pay the wrong price for it. She Yisrael then and leave. You say that you take a nether that Yisrael is not allowed to get hanav. From you, then lokeach bepachos umocher biyoser. Then you're allowed to do business with him if he buys it for less than the uh, the, the, the the you're allowed to buy from him for less than the uh, the proper value and sell to him for more than the proper value. And in that way, he's not getting any anah from you. But ve'in shomim people are not going to listen to you, and therefore you're never going to be able to do business because who's going to want to buy something for you from from you for uh, for for more than it's worth, and who's going to want to sell you things for less than it's worth. So that's Ain Shomunlo. The Ran puts an alternate girsa, E Shomunlo, that you're allowed to sell for more and buy for less, E, if, if you could find someone who's uh, who's going to play along and is going to listen to you. That's the girsa that the, that the Ran has. That seems to be the primary girsa, because that's the girsa that's quoted in the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch in, uh, in, in Simon Reish Chav Zayin as well, that it's E Shomunlo. In Tiferes Shalom, the Mishnah points out that there's a Chiddush in each of the girsas. According to the girsa, that's quoted in the Ran, the Tana is being mechadesh, that it's Asr to take a neder l'sheker uh, on them and to and to uh, you know to, to lie to them and to uh, and to cheat them because it's far to say that uh, that that, uh, that if it's a mitzvah you could be uh, you could sh- you could overcharge so kamash that since you caused that for yourself 
So it's usher to, uh, to, to do onah. So according to the gears of Ishomelo, the Chiddush is that it's usher to be Shomelo, because uh, it's usher to listen to him, because he deserves to, a kanas on the fact that he took such a, uh, such a neder. So, uh, so the, the Radva says it's not enough kamina at all in La'alacha, meaning it's just a matter of whether you're saying a, a statement of fact, nobody's going to listen to you, or if someone wants to listen to you, so gazuntay, let them listen to you. Now, if you take a neder, sheni nana lehen vehenli, you take the neder in both directions. I'm not going to get enough from them, but they can't get enough from me either. Then you handle of the chav, and then you can't buy or sell anything from a Jew because there's no way to be safe about that in terms of overpaying, underpaying. Someone's always going to be getting enough from somebody, so you just got to do business with of the chavim and not with Jewish people. Now, in the, as an introduction to the coming gemara, the, the gemara assumes that there are three types of items that you could buy. There's what's called a zvina harifa, a zvina metzia, and a zvina derami alape. So zvina harifa means that there's a tremendous demand for a particular item. So even when it's being sold for its market value, uh, since there's so many people that are that are looking to buy it, and uh, you know, and it's going to sell out in a, in a day or two, you'll find another another buyer if he doesn't sell it uh, that day. So it's considered that the buyer is the one that's being nehene. The seller is not the one that's getting on, even though he's getting full price for it, but the seller's, you know, the new iPhone comes out and, every, and there are lines around the block or whatever. So they'll sell out right away, but the, uh, the, the buyer is not the one that's, the, the buyer's the one that's getting on in that case. Zvina Metzia is average. You know, there's a normal demand for something. So when it's sold at its normal price, both the mocher and the kona are considered to be nana. The mocher is nana from the money, the kona is nana from the object, but if it's being sold for less than its regular price, then the mocher is not getting any ana. Only the kona is nana. If it's being sold for more than its regular price, then the kona doesn't get any ana. Only the mocher gets ana. Then you have a zvina durami alape. Zvina durami alape means no one seems to be interested in the item. It's not. Uh, it's just not selling anymore. So something like that, even if it's being sold at its normal market value, the lokeach is not considered to be nana from the mocher because you could find some, somebody else to sell it to you. The mocher is the one that's nana because it's not so easy to find people that still want to buy this stuff. But uh, nevertheless, if you sell it for cheaper, then the kona is also then the kona is considered to be nana and not the mocher. So with that backdrop, the Gemara brings a din that Shmuel says, and based on that, it's going to explain uh, what type of, uh, of of mecher our Mishnah was talking about. Which of these three levels were we talking about in our Mishnah? So Shmuel, halokeach kli uman levakro. If let's say you take a kli home from a uh, from from a store just to, to check it out, just to give it a trial run. And if it's good, then you'll pay for it. And if it's not good, you'll bring it right back. But then it breaks. Some accident happens where it gets ruined uh, and, and, and it breaks. Ba'ones. So chayiv, you have to pay for it because you're considered like a shoel. A shoel is chayiv and owns sim because kolano uh, shalow. That's the way the Rand understands. That's the way the majority of Rishonim seem to understand over here that since you're a shoel, you're going to have to pay for it. So the Gemara uh, explains that from the fact that Shmuel says that the lokeach is chayiv and ones, alma kasavar, it sounds like he holds that when you sell an object, the guy who buys it is the one that's considered to be getting anaa, and not the guy who's selling it. And therefore it's considered kol shalom, meaning he's like a shawel because a shawel is kol shalom, that the lokeach is the one that's getting anaa. So the Gemara asks, but wait a second, Tanan, it said in our Mishnah, she'eni nana mi Yisrael, if you take a nether anaa, then you're not going to get any anaa from Yisrael. 
mocher bepachos. You could sell items to the to, to Yisrael for less than its market value because then you're not going to get any anah from him because he's paying less than it's actually worth. Avol shava but sell it at its market value. You're not allowed to do that. Why? Because it's mutual hanah in such a case where uh, where I sell something for what it's supposed to be sold for. We're both getting anah. But Shmuel said that it's all, all the hanah is the lokech. Then I feel the shav b'shava. Then the halacha should be that you should even be allowed to sell it shava b'shava because I'm not getting any hanah from him as the mocher. Only the lokech gets hanah according to Shmuel. Maybe our mission is talking about something that is very much not in demand. So when you sell it for its actual value, the mocher is getting hanah. But maybe if you're selling something that is of average demand, then maybe in Echinami, all the Hanoah goes to the Lokeach, and the Mokher is not getting any Hanoah. So says, well, in Cain, if that's the case, that we're talking about as Vina to Rami Alape, something that has no demand, Eimeresha, the beginning of the Mishnah said that, Lokeach, that if a person who's Nudra Anami Yisrael is Lokeach, the Yoser, he can only pay more than the market value in order not to get Hanoah from the uh, from the Mocher. So if we're talking about something that no one's interested in buying, even if you buy it for its market value, uh, the, the you're getting Hanoah. Va'od, Eima Seifa, and furthermore, another Kasha, it says in the Seifa of the Mishnah, She Yisrael Nen in Li, if you take a Nedda that another Jew is not allowed to get an hour from you, and uh, but you are allowed to get an hour from them. Lokech you're allowed to buy for less than the uh, the, the proper value. Mocher and sell for more than the proper value. But if we're talking about something that no one is interested in, there's no market for it. So why are you allowed to sell it only for more than its market value? You should even be able to sell it for its exact market value because uh, the people who are buying it are not getting an hour from from you if it's a zvina durami alape. So says no 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 seifa bizvina kharifa. The seifa of our mission is talking about a very in-demand product, a product that there's tremendous demand for. So in such a case, when you sell it for its actual market value, the mocher is not getting any hanoah because he could easily find someone else to buy it. The lokeach is getting hanoah because he may not so easily be able to find that product somewhere else. And therefore, the, you're only allowed to sell it for more than its value because only then do we say the lokeach is not being nana, even though it's a zvina kharifa. But to sell it for its value, for its exact value, would be asr. Says the if the safe is talking about a zvina kharifa, it's talking about something that's in very high demand. Why does it say lokeach bepachos that the, the someone who buys it from Israel should only buy it for less than its proper value in order that the guy should not get that the seller should not get any hanoa? You should even be able to buy it for its proper value, for its exact value, because by zvina harifa, by something that's in very high demand. Only the Kona is Nana. Only the guy buying it is Nana. So even if you buy it for the exact value, the Mocher is not getting Anna. So the Gemara says, you know what? Let's let's rethink uh, our Mishnah. Ella Masnisen Bizvina Mitzah. Our Mishnah must be talking about an average uh, item, an item that has average demand. There, there is some demand, but it's not, uh, you know, especially high demand. So such a Mekach, when you sell it for its exact value, Everyone's getting Hanah. The Mocha is getting Hanah. The Kona is getting Hanah. And therefore, the Mishnah says you always have to make sure that you adjust the price 
off of the, the, the proper price in order to make sure that, uh, that the person who's not allowed to get an cannot be getting an Shmuel, but the din of Shmuel who says that uh, the lokeach is chayv and onsen because the lokeach is kol shalom, all the goes to the lokeach, that's bezvina harifa. Shmuel is talking about something that's in extremely high demand and therefore it's considered to be kol shalom. It's considered to be all the goes to the lokeach. Ah, oh, tanya kavase de Shmuel. We have a brisa that supports Shmuel. If a person buys kalim from a merchant in order to bring them to as a matana to his father-in-law's house to his uh, kala and the chasen says to the uh, merchant um, if they uh, if, if if you know my, my kala's family is interested in these items I'll pay you the full value the full price for it but if it turns out that it's the wrong gift you know sometimes you buy a gift you're not sure they, is this something they need is this something they're gonna like it's a you know uh, they, not everyone has like a registry you know if you want to buy me something then look at the you don't know if, uh, if they're gonna if they're gonna like it or not so the if uh, if you don't if you they don't want to take it from me then I'll give you based on the no that I got in the fact that they'll be appreciative that I try to give them a gift meaning they'll be appreciative uh, that at least I made the gesture of giving them uh, a gift so the Bryce explains what would be the the din if an onus happens on those kalim if the kalim get ruined somehow but onus when you're bringing those kalim to your father-in-law's house, chayiv. Then you're chayiv because all the hana'a is shalom. You have a din of a shoel. But when you're going back from the father-in-law's house after they refused it, they didn't want the gift, and you're bringing back the stuff, Potter, then you're potter because it's like a nosi sacher because you didn't uh, since you didn't you weren't cornered the kalim you're bringing them back to the mocher so you're not considered like a lokeach who has a din of a shoel you have a din of a shomer sacher who's potter from onus so uh, the fact that on the way there though you're chayven on sim it's a riot of shmuel that a lokeach someone who buys a kli levakro who buys a kli to check it out and to see is this going to be the right thing to buy that's considered kolana shalom that's considered he's like a shoel that everything belongs to him. So the Gemara brings a Misa to explain that we don't always say that you're Pater from Onsen when you're on your way back. Meaning uh, that, that we just happen to mention parenthetically that on his way back he's Pater from Onsen because he's like a Shomer Sacher. Gemara says that's not always true. Ha'usaf Sira, there was a certain uh, merchant that buys animals from uh, their owners for a set price to sell them on the Yom Ashuk. And uh, he makes a, a tonight with them that if, he, uh, if he's uh, not able to sell them, he's going to bring these items back. Right? Sometimes he has have, uh, you have merchants that operate that way. The why you farm sell? They ask for all this farm. They say, look, if we're able to sell them, good, and you'll get some money. If we're not able to sell them, we're bringing the your farm all right back. They're not buying the the, the from the uh, from the authors. So the shuttle chamer So you have this guy. Yeah, he does this deal. He, I'll take your animals to the market. Whatever doesn't get sold, I'm bringing right back to you. So he, the shuttle chamer He brought a chamar from the owners to go sell in the shuk. but it didn't sell. So bahadi dahader itnis chamara on the way back, after the animal didn't sell and he was on the way back, the, some uh, onus happened to the chamar. So chive Rav Nachman l'shlumi. Rav Nachman was mechayiv him to pay for the demeya chamar, even though it was an onus. And it was the way back. I thought on the way back, you're chayiv and onsim. Didn't we just quote a price that says that if an onus happens on the way back from the father-in-law's house and they didn't want the gifts, you're going to be potter. Isn't this exactly the same case? So Rav Nachman said, no, it's not exactly 
same case. When when you bought gifts to bring to the to the father-in-law's house and they weren't interested in those gifts, that's it. You you don't have no need for those gifts. You're bringing them back. But over here, Chazar de Safsira Halachihi. Let's say you're bringing the chamor back from the from the market, and there was no one there in the market interested in buying it. And as you're bringing it back, someone says, "That's a lovely donkey. I would love to pay you for it." Fine, sell. You'll be happy to sell it. Even right up until the above the base, right up until the doorstep of the house, wouldn't you sell it to him? So you're still considered a mocher in that case. You're not yet at a point where you're a shomer sachar. Now, next mission. Person takes a nether that he's not going to get any anor from arelim. So mutter barele Israel, if he happens to, 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 to be acquainted with uncircumcised Jewish people, they are uh, they they they're in they're uh, they're they're not included in his neder. He's allowed to get an from them, even though they're arelim. If he happens to be acquainted with non-Jewish people who have a mila, they are included in his neder, even though he said the neder is about arelim. Uh, uncircumcised, not, uh, circumcised non-Jewish people are still called arelim. Uncircumcised Jewish people are not called Arelim. Shani Nene Lemulim, if you say that I'm not going to get any Anna from people who have a Mila, so Asr Ba Arele Yisrael. He's not allowed to get Anna from any Jewish people, even those who don't have a Mila. Umutabumuli of the Chavim, he's allowed to get Anna from those who do have a Mila, even if they are, from of the Chavim, even if they do have a Mila. She'ena or Lakruya El Shem of the Chavim. Because the key is that when people say Arelim, they don't mean uh, whether a person has an Orla or not. What they mean is a non-Jew. Shanemar, because the Pasuk says in Yemiyo, Ki chol ha-goyim areilim v'chol beis Yisrael areilei leiv. Pasuk says all goyim are called areilim, even though obviously many goyim are circumcised, but they're all areilim. V'omer, and there's another raya from Pasuk Shmuel Aleph, v'ya plishti ha-arel hazeh. David HaMelech called Goliath an Arel. I don't know, did he check? Uh, did he know that he was an Arel? He probably didn't get that close. Remember, he, was, uh, he, was an, uh, he called him an Arel because he was a non-Jew. V'omer, in another Pasuk, Pentis Machna, Benos Plishtim, Penta Alozna, Benos Ha'arelim. That David HaMelech refers to the Plishtim as Arelim, even though uh, an entire nation of people, how can you possibly say they're all Arelim? You don't know that. Salamai, the fact that they're non Jews, that's why they're called Arelim. Rablaz Ben Azaria, Omer, Mu'usi here, Orlash, and Zganu Barashaim. Obviously, the Orla is something that's disgusting, that we uh, we, we mock the Rashaim by calling them Arelim. Shnemar, Kikolagoyim, Arelim. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, now 16. Teachings about the godless of Mila. Gedola Mila Shnuchsola Sholosheser Bisos. Mila is so great that there are 13 Brisos associated with Mila. Rabbi Yossi Omer Gedola Mila Shadoches Shabbos Chamura. That Mila could be done on Shabbos if it's a Mila Bismana. So you see how great Mila is that it's even Docha Shabbos. Rabbi Shubin Karachom number three Gedola Mila Shalonitlo Lamosha Lamosha at Sadik Allah Melo Sha'a. That all the Zuchuyos of Moshe Rabbeinu would not uh, stand up for him even for a moment when he did not mal his son. As soon as he was lazy about being mal his child, uh, the malach came to kill him. Fourth teaching, that even though there's Nisda Daraisi, you're not allowed to cut off a Negatzaras. If the Negatzaras happens to be Makamamila, you have a mitzvah to cut it off, you're allowed to cut it off. Number five, Rebbe Omer, Ad Shemol. With all the mitzvah Avram Avinu did, he was not called Shalem until he died in Brismila. Shemar Yisalich Lefanai Ve'yei Tamim. You're not going to be Tamim, you're going to be Shalem. And sixth, Avrachar G'tol Lemila, Shalem 
Mamale, he lo barak rosh barak vasalamo. Without Mila, Hashem would not have created the world. Shenemar, Koamar, Hashem lo brisi yomam v'layla, chukos shemayim va'aretz lo samti. That I wouldn't have placed the chukos shemayim va'aretz. The Ran as a gear said that as a seventh teaching that Rabbi Yomer Gedola Mila she shkula keneged kala mitzvos. That Mila goes on the list of those mitzvos that are shkula keneged kala mitzvos. Shenemar he made dama bris asher karas. That uh, the bris is al kol So these are six or seven wonderful things about Mila. Tomorrow we'll pick up with the Gemara's discussion about bris Mila. Have a great day and a great Shabbos, everybody.